Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. This is the spot. This is the place, the location. I keep telling you where the conversation is pointed and the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Today is no different than any other day. We got Michelle Satchel here with us on the edge. We sharing in a cup of wisdom. Now, Michelle has been trained through John Maxwell. And if anybody knows about their philosophy, their teaching, it's a cut above. She's on the stage. She's talking to young women. She's talking to girls. She's really trying to give us a five-step approach to winning. What is the conversation that we have inside of our head? That neuro-linguistic programming, that endless chatter, is it negative? Can you reframe it? Is it positive? Is it questioning? Is it unsure? Is it self-doubt? Is it loathing? Or is it love and exuberation and excitement? Because that's what me and Michelle are going to talk about today. Okay, how to kick it up a notch. Let's welcome her to the edge. How are you, Michelle? I am fantastic. How are you? I, I, I can't complain about nothing. Not a cotton-picking thing. How about that? I wouldn't do any good, right? Okay. Well, you know what? Sometimes people say that, but sometimes just to get that pressure off, you got to vent. Well, that's true. That's true. No. As long as you got a circle that you can vent to, to the right well, folks. To the right folks that are going to give you some, uh, some positive reinforcement, you know, help you find a resolution. But you know what? I'm one of those friends that, girl, if you come to me with the same problem three, four times, I'll shut you down. I'm busy, girl. Let me call you right back. I can't do it three or four times. I can't. That's right. That's right. <laughs> help them along. Help them move. Absolutely. So tell us how you show up in the world. Well, I show up, number one, as me, authentically me now. But let me just, I like to bring my energy to wherever I go. When I walk into the room, number one is to smile. Because mm -hmm. I want people to feel like, you know what? We can connect. You can relate to me. Um, I'm uh, authentic. Um, you can... You can even trust me, you know, because I'm going to give you that space where you can just be yourself. Wow. And so I can. Can I just say I am a woman on a mission? Wow. I'm a woman on a mission running with the vision Woo. to change in the lives of those mm. willing to make a decision. Mm. Mm -hmm. Making a difference and adding value. Could I imagine such? Of course I can got the master's touch wow reading by example come follow me take on the challenge and control your destiny raise your hopes expand your dreams increase your belief level and claim your victory the sky is the limit and we can have it all i'm your transformational speaker coach and trainer i'm michelle satchel that's the way i like to show up that's the way i like to start my day 
Girl, you also need to hang with me on the poetry scene, okay? Put that spoken word down. Yes. Down for the underground. But that's how people connect with the power of words. Yes. A lot of people are physical, you mm -hmm. know, or they are uh, the overachiever. You know, they mm -hmm. got to be they gotta be the sharpest knife in the drawer. Mm -hmm. When people say authentic to you, mm -hmm. uh, to me, that's one of those big $25 words. <laughs> okay. What does authentic mean to you? Mm -hmm. Well, to me, I have to base it upon the experiences that I had and most recently, some of the change and transformation that I personally worked on for myself. And so authenticity means to me is being the real Michelle. Like a lot of times we go into the workplace and a lot of us are wearing masks. Before even COVID came, people were wearing masks. They come and they got the smile on their face. They got the suit on, you know, um, they're engaging, having the conversation and pretending or acting as if everything is okay. But sometimes everything is not okay on the inside. There are things that are going on that need to be worked on. Maybe they're not fulfilled. Maybe they're not happy. Maybe they're not being challenged enough. Maybe they're not growing enough. And so for me, it was just recognizing who Michelle is, what it is that I want, and, and being okay with who I am, being okay with the qualities about me, loving and accepting myself and showing up as me real every day. I can look myself in the mirror with the makeup on or without the makeup on, you know, I can just be and accept me flaws and all. I used to try to be, I would say to me, people would say, you just trying to be perfect. You're trying to be perfect. And I didn't understand that, but you know what? You can, you, you say excellence. You want to be the best you that you can Absolutely. be every day. And you know what? You're damn right. I want to show up looking. Right. I want to show up looking 500, not you 500. <laughs> exactly. I want you to want to be a reflection of what I exude. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. People try to dumb you down and want you to be all quiet and, and suppressed. No. no. I look in the mirror no. every day and blow myself a kiss. Every day. Nobody, yourself, exactly, because nobody's going to do it like I'm going to do it. Not even Mr. Magnificent. He can't love me like right. I can love me. Right? Your spouse, your husband, my husband, he can tell me everything all day long. But guess what? Nobody can do that for me or for you but yourself. But yourself. Right? So that's what it means to me. I don't use it lightly, that word. I don't either. It's real for me. I don't. People say, you know, and transformation. That's another thing. You're going to turn me into a frog. <laughs> well you know and, and i get all the respect in the world to the transformation of coaches but if you have not walked my walk if you have not uh you know been a or been near or know someone that's close to you that have lived one of my experiences or through my experiences through these 60 years it's hard for me to resonate with you mm -hmm. i want you to bring out the best in me i want you to bring out um, I want you to challenge me. I want you to help me see things that I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. But that word transformation, that's mm -hmm. a big word. It is a big word, but here's where I would ask you to think, and to those who are listening, I'm going to ask them to think about this. When we say transformational coach or transformational speaker, it's about connecting with you, with where you are, Right enough so that it can inspire you to want to make the changes that you know you need to make, that you've been wanting to make, that you've been putting off, 
to become the better version of you. I'm not saying change who you are, but become the best version of you. And sometimes we know we need to make changes. We know we need to do different things, but we don't do it until someone says something that that hits home for you, that motivates you, inspires you, or just it, it, it puts that fire under you to decide to make some changes. So I'll use an example. The other day I did a video and I don't know if you caught it, but I had old phones that I had found. I did, I did, and I loved it. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I loved it. I looked at it and said, you know, all these different versions of phones I've had since then. And people always get in the latest version. But how many times do we upgrade ourselves and do we work on ourselves? But here's the deal. Didn't know my sister saw it. My sister saw it, never said anything. I was talking to her like a day or two later and she says, I went to bed thinking about that. I got up thinking about it and said, I need to make some changes in how I've been thinking. Yep. That's what, when I talk about transformational, cause I don't want to just show up and motivate you and you do nothing and you go back to doing the same old things right. you've always been doing, right? You might go go to an event, you hear a speaker and, oh, it was good. She motivated me. But guess what? You have to leave that event and you go home and you back there and you're alone. There's no coach there per se for you or anyone in your space, but does it motivate you or inspire you to take some action? Does it light a fire under you to start moving in the right direction? Does it make you make that shift in your thinking? Does it make you take some action that you've been putting off for months, sometimes years? Right. You know, it doesn't so make you back a little bit. Tell us a little bit about how you found yourself in this space before uh, working with John Maxwell's team and what decided what you decided to um, become an inspirational, motivational speaker. Wow. <laughs> so I started this personal growth journey like three decades ago. OK, because I used to be the shy, quiet uh, I guess, low self-esteem like type of person when I was in my early 20s, always wanted to be something. I, I wanted to step out of that comfort zone, but kind of was a little afraid and scared. And I started with a top cosmetic company for personal growth. And then I got introduced to the personal development journey. And then I started working on it. I didn't start to, I guess, see myself as possibly a speaker until... Many years later, about 2003, when I got invited to be a speaker randomly, never spoken before, but someone else had heard me speak somewhat at an event for this company that I was with in direct sales. And so I got asked to be a speaker and kind of it died off a little bit, then it picked up. But in 2015, 2016, I started exploring what is it that Michelle really, really wants. I found myself in a position where I knew it wasn't exactly the path I wanted to be on. It wasn't like, you know how you're doing something, but it's not, it's not fulfilling for you. Oh, it, yes. You're just going through the motions, you know? And so I started exploring, what are some things that I enjoy doing? What are some things that I would like to do? My thing has always been about making difference, whether it's in the speaking coaching realm or in my career as a federal government public servant, 31 years, I always looked for positions in which I could make a difference and, mm -hmm. and, and add some value to the organization and to the people that I work with. And so at around 2015, 2016, I started exploring and then I started just taking different, different courses and all on speaking and coaching, um, not knowing exactly where it was gonna lead to, but thought it was fulfilling me. It was adding right. something to me. 
And then in 2019, um, I started looking into John Maxwell and you know, it, the rest is history because I fell in love with the speaking, the coaching and the opportunity to help people be the better version of themselves. It's not about changing who you are, but you're just bringing out the best of you, the best that's inside of you, bringing it out, developing it's it. That exploration. It, it's the exploration, yes. And you'd be surprised at what you find in that subconscious mind. I tell people all the time, there's about six or seven other people dancing around in this brain that you have never met, that you may never meet. Mm -hmm. but, you know, because we're dealing with the frontal lobe. Mm -hmm. dealing with the judgments we're dealing with the you know the preconceived notions and ideas or what has been indoctrinated into us by society our family all of that people never really kind of step to the side you know step outside of their comfort zone just stand there i was telling one of my other guests girl let me tell you what i did i stood in front of a mirror for 30 minutes butt naked <laughs> i did it. don't laugh <laughs> But I went through every emotion. Mm -hmm. I was happy. I was sad. I cried. I thought I was ugly. I thought I was beautiful. I looked at every blemish. And then the last 20 or 30 minutes, I just looked into my own eyes. I did that mirror work. The mirror it was, work. It was so revealing. I felt so liberated after that because I showed up authentic, not to the outside world, but to April Mahoney. And it was, it was just, it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. So I encourage all of y'all just to strip down <laughs> and stand in front of that full length mirror and turn around, bend over, get a mirror, smile, get up close, step back, you know, all of that, because it's not only for the reflection, but it's also for the correction. So yeah. you are working with young women. That is kind of what you shared with me is your demographic. And it's good to catch them at an early age because they will be able to have these tools in their reservoir. They will be able to look back five years from now or get into a situation uh, and say, wow, you know what? I remember me and Michelle talked about this and this is the options and this is the choices. I may have made a bad decision, but I'm willing to accept responsibility. I am now accountable. I am going to forge ahead. What do you say to that young woman? Well, I'll tell you what I say to the young woman that I have right now, one of, one of them that I have right now. And let me just say one thing. I, I do a lot of work with the young women because they are our future. They are the next folks that are coming, but also work with mature women as well who are in their career and, and you know, moving forward, maybe in the mid-level management or senior management, because that's where I come from. But one of the young women that I have right now, it has been about establishing even her circle. Who is she hanging around? Who I is she know. herself in the midst of because- I was telling, sorry, I was telling my daughter, I said, honey, you become who you hang around. You become who you hang around. And sometimes people hold on to people because they don't know how to let them go, even though they're no longer serving them. And, and let's be clear, I'm not saying that the only reason why you're with people is because they serve you per se, but- when they are draining you, when they are pulling you down, when they are, you're finding yourself giving more than you, you receive and you don't receive anything from it. You suck, um, they suck the oxygen right out the room. It's time for a change. You want people who are further along than you. People that are gonna pull you up, lift you up, that are gonna to support you and, and challenge you and hold you accountable. 
because we need the accountability. And like you said, uh, my mom used to tell me, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Well, you know? um, yeah, and some of them birds is pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> I want to soar with the eagles. I want to. That's right. I want to soar with the eagles. And so that's why it's so important in terms of who you you. Who, I call it your power circle because mm. they empower you. They give you power if you're around the right people. Um, the other thing that I talk about is just commanding your day, setting the the tone of your day when you get up in the morning. Are you just going to let life happen to you? Yeah, because sometimes sit up there and lay up there like lunch meat, just looking <laughs> like a big old piece of bologna. You're not trying to do nothing. And you know me, I'm an entrepreneur. I work in my home studio, you know, but I get up every day. I take a shower. I fluff out my Afro. I have a nice breakfast. I look at my calendar. You know, I set a time aside to have a lunch break. I go for a walk. Mm -hmm. I come back and then I shut the device off. Mm -hmm. Because you have to have a routine. You have to. You have to have a routine. I even say it to my grown kids and they in their 20s and 30s. But you have to have a routine. And so, and you can't just sit back and wait for things to come to you because they're not going to come to you. No one's coming just to save the day for you. You've got to decide what it is that you want. You've got to have a plan of action as you're going about your day. You have to set some goals for yourself. What is it you want to do in the course of your day? And if you, you want to do, go ahead. You know, okay. So both you and I are orators. We command the language. We command audiences. We stand mm -hmm. up in front of them. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes the closest audience is the one that doesn't listen to you the most, like your kids. I, girl, I love the breeze that keeps her cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what I told her is I said, you know what, uh, Chanel, life is a crapshoot. When you step across that threshold, you don't know what's going to happen. Folks are dying every day. You have to be responsible. You have to be accountable. Uh, and I am here to be your parent, not your girlfriend. Because like Michelle Obama said, see, I have to worry about you liking me. I can't worry about you liking me when I'm trying to mentor, mold you, and guide you. Yes. You know, being a parent is no joke. And there's not a lot of women out here that uh, have a hard time connecting with their children, mm -hmm. having that conversation with them. What do you say to that woman? Because that's the biggest audience that you'll have is your child. Yes, well, you know what? I'll tell you, uh, it, it, just before Christmas, I was at uh, Massanutten and we were at a table with some women and that's the exact question that I got asked by two women, moms that were with me. And I had my daughter, 25 year old, Desiree with me and they asked me that exact question and you know what I told them I told them first and foremost you have to be the parent you can't be a friend first okay. you have to be the parent first but we also have to live out what we're saying to them because sometimes they are they are watching us even when we don't even think they're oh, watching oh yes okay and things that I may not have thought that they heard you know sometimes you say things you don't think they paying attention but they're paying attention. They either heard it or they watched and saw what you were doing. And so when I say be that, uh, I'm leading by example, 
when you heard me say that at the very beginning, I'm so serious about that. I try my best. I'm not perfect. Don't get me wrong. You know, girl, not, you're not perfect. I am not perfect. I didn't grind and get the memo. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. <laughs> you know. But what I do try to do is uh, lead by example and leave room for the conversation right. with them. Because mm-hmm. even though they're grown, I think they need us even more so um, at that 20 something year stage than they well, did at the younger age. There's so, well, you much- know, there's, there's parents that are still, you know, mothers are still nursing their child at 30 and 35. It gets to a point. See, they think this 18 is this magic age. (laughs) My daughter didn't move out till she was 28. And it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, the economics. She couldn't afford it, number one. But then two, my friends, oh, you're coddling, you're hand-holding. Well, what am I supposed to do? Just throw her out to the wolves? I love my child. You have to understand that nurturing is not enabling. It's a different skill set. And you have it's to respect them. Right, but you have to respect, but you have to respect them when they get a certain age. Okay. Yes. When you're 20, 21, the rules of engagement have changed, baby. It's yes. not the same thing. You're not going again, just lay up here like lunch meat, a big old piece of bologna, and do nothing. You are going to be a contributor to this household because one day I'm not gonna be here. Then well, what's that's my do? message? That has always been my message since they were little kids, is that one day, mom and dad may not be around. We all got a time. We don't know when it is, but one day I'm not going to be around. And so my job is to prepare you so that you can make it in this world. So that you can stand on your own two feet. I am big on leading your own life. You have to be able to lead your own life. Mm-hmm. Talk about leadership in the workplace, right? Leading people, but the toughest and hardest person we will lead is ourselves. That is the hardest person holding ourselves accountable, not letting us off the hook real easily, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, doing what we say that we were going to do, honoring what we said to ourselves, making that commitment to ourselves. And so just showing up for yourself. And that goes for the young generation and our older generation, right? Absolutely. Because you know what? I'm finding that it's a, it's a disconnect. You know, I hear millennials say, oh, you're not of this generation. You don't know. Let me tell you, history repeats itself. Yes. Just go back to the book of Revelations. It's telling you everything that's going down right now. Yes. So it's up to you whether you want to receive it or not. Michelle, tell us what you are doing in your coaching area right now, how to get in contact with you and to really share in this experience. I could talk to you all day. In the coaching arena, I am coaching women, adult and the young women who want to show up as a better version of themselves. And that could be in all different, in various areas, relationships or finances, their careers or business or physical life, you know, the whole arena. So being a better version of yourself, taking you to the next level. And so you can reach out to me if you go to my website, michellesatchel.com. There's a contact page there where you can submit so that we can maybe set up a complimentary call. We can do some clarity, a clarity call to find out what it is. Where are you and where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself going to? Um, Also, I'm on social media, on Instagram. You can catch me there, Michelle Satchel. Of course, on Facebook here, Michelle Satchel Inspires. And my big thing right now is just making a difference. If I can touch one person, if I can help make one person 
find you know what it is they need to take themselves to the next level or become a better version of themselves that's what it's all about to me if i can help them on their journey so they don't struggle or go through some of the same things that i went through or if they go there they don't stay there as long they come through it faster exactly that's exactly and what don't kill you only make you strong it makes you stronger it makes you stronger, you stronger. but this it's conversation a has made us extremely stronger i grew i feel i could go lift about 100 pound weights right now okay? <laughs> thank you so much for being here come back and keep us informed as to what's going on i am going to be uh hosting a round table and i want okay. you to be a part of the panel because we need to have this conversation we need to get beneath the layers we yes. need to pull back the layers and let people just really reveal who they are be vulnerable take that step Get butt naked in the mirror. <laughs> but it helps you progress. It helps you move forward. And thank you so much for being here. Brains, I need you to go and take full-on advantage of everything that Michelle Satchel has to offer, her conversation, her wisdom, and that beautiful smile. I need you to like, love, subscribe, and share. Like, love, subscribe, and share. That's how we keep it going. Thank you so much, Michelle. Come back and visit me again on the edge. Here's to you, baby. Thank you so much, April. Here's to you. All right. Bye, brains.